0: Let's Talk, BFC's Monday through Friday podcast designed to give you a spiritual nugget to consider as you go through your busy day. If you've been with us for the past two Mondays, you'll remember that we're doing a mini-series on three paradoxical accounts found in Luke 18 and 19. A blind man who could see, a cheat who was honest, and today, a servant who wouldn't serve. If you'd like to consider the full messages on these themes, you can find Sunday Night Messages on our website and YouTube channel so that you can consider these things more fully. And on our website, you'll also find downloadable PDF copies of the notes for those messages. So let's jump into our passage for today, A Servant Who Wouldn't Serve. Luke 19, 11-27 says this, As they heard these things, he proceeded to tell a parable because he was near to Jerusalem and because they supposed that the kingdom of God would appear immediately. He said, therefore, a nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and then return. Calling ten of his servants, he gave them ten minas and he said to them, engage in business until I come. But his citizens who hated him sent a delegation after him, saying, We do not want this man to reign over us. When he returned, having received the kingdom, he ordered these servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know what they had gained by doing business. And the first came before him, saying, Lord, your mina has made ten minas more. He said to them, Well done, good servant. Because you have been faithful in very little, You shall have authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Lord, your mina has made five minas. And he said to him, And you are to be over five cities. And then another came, saying, Lord, here is your mina, which I kept laid away in a handkerchief. For I was afraid of you, because you are a severe man. You take what you did not deposit, and you reap what you did not sow. And he said to him, I will condemn you with your own words, you wicked servant. You knew that I was a severe man, taking what I did not deposit and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money in the bank? And at my coming, I might have collected it with interest. And he said to those who stood by, take the mina from him and give it to the one who has ten minas. And they said to him, but Lord, he has ten minas. I tell you that to everyone who has, more will be given. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. But as for these enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them, bring them here and slaughter them before me. Jesus was passing through Jericho on his way to Jerusalem for the final time before the cross. As he began this last leg of his journey, he told this parable to correct a misunderstanding that some in the crowd that followed him had. Some, his disciples at the very least, suspected that Jesus was the Messiah, the king who had come to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth. And they expected that to happen immediately. But Jesus told the parable to show that the kingdom wouldn't come immediately, but that he would be going away for an unspecified length of time during which he would entrust responsibility for his business to his servants, and that when he returned, he would require his servants to give an account for their stewardship on his behalf. Of course, we now know that this is exactly what happened, and so we can also be sure that on the day of God's choosing, Jesus will return to set up his kingdom, and all who are his servants, all who believe on him, will give an account of how they've served him during that long absence. Now, verses 12 through 27 show us that there are two kinds of servants in Jesus' earthly body, fruitful servants and unfruitful servants. Verses 12 through 18 tell us that when he returns at his second coming, his servants who have been faithful in their stewardship will be rewarded according to their fruitfulness. Having been faithful stewards of their responsibilities in time, they will be rewarded with greater stewardship and responsibility in eternity. We will not be idle in eternity. There will be fruitful and enjoyable responsibilities for each faithful believer to rejoice in forever. Verses 19 through 27 tell us about that second kind of servant, those who are unfruitful and they will not be rewarded on that day. They are servants who won't serve. Though they've been entrusted with the same treasure as all stewards, the knowledge of God in Jesus Christ, they produce no fruit, and their own words will condemn them in that day. Saying that they know their master to be an exacting man, they show that they don't actually believe what they profess, for if they did, they would have at least done the minimum required to produce some return on his behalf. Verse 26 reveals their true condition of heart. They do not have, meaning that though they profess to know Jesus, in fact, they don't know him at all. Judgment, we are told, follows for them and for all who have rejected Jesus as their king. Now, what's the point of all this? How we use the treasure God has entrusted to us, the knowledge of himself and Jesus, his son, how we use that knowledge now foreshadows our future then. The faithful will be rewarded. Those who have stewarded that treasure will be rewarded with a greater stewardship and a greater responsibility then. The unfaithful, those who claim to know him but do nothing with that knowledge, well, they will be condemned with the unbelievers in that day. For the false nature of their profession will be revealed by their works when Jesus comes again. So the point of all this, of course, is that we're to be ready for his coming and that we're to be doing today the things that reveal who we are in truth in that day. The warnings in scripture are designed to stir us up to love and good deeds in the now so that we can be ready to give an account when he comes again. Let's pray. Lord, we await your return with eagerness. Mostly, we confess it, mostly because we're looking forward to escaping the mess our world is increasingly becoming. And We thank you that that will happen. But help us not to forget that we'll also be required to give an account of our stewardship in that day. Help us to be ready for your return whenever you come. We ask it in your name. Amen. Well, thanks again for joining us today. We'll look forward to sharing another Let's Talk with you tomorrow.